0: So how are you today? Hello, it's Helen Selmacy here and it's um, it's been raining a little bit here this morning. and I thought that I would do a podcast today on contemplations. So unlike meditation, um, contemplation is going deeply within yourself and exploring your own behavior your own life experiences in a very deep way and also looking at these experiences and into your life a little bit like a witness a little bit like somebody else having a peer into your into your life and looking looking through your filing cabinet and seeing what uh, what you have stored in there and how that plays out in your life So these contemplations uh, in Tibetan Buddhism are called mind training. And uh, there's four of them here, which we're going to be talking about this morning. And the four of them, it's actually highly recommended that you study one at a time and go very deeply into that. So you can include the contemplation with your meditation or with a japa practice, as in like using your mala and and doing a mantra. So the idea would be, you know, sit in a comfortable position and go into this contemplation before going into your meditation sequence, okay? So you can spend as long as you would like in this. You can spend 10 minutes, probably not much less than five to 10 minutes on it, because you want to be able to uh, go deeper. And you'll find that you will probably get to times when you think, oh, this is boring, you know, I've been working on this, and I've kind of exhausted it. You'll find if you sit with the practice for longer, then thing other things will start to surface for you. and with this surfacing, then of course you' you're releasing you're coming to a new realization of some of your behavioural patterns, your life, and your concepts and ideas about how you see things. Okay, so the first one that to contemplate is contemplation on your precious human body. So what does that mean? Okay, so go deeply into the experience of having a body and not just having a body, but having a human body in relation to other beings on our planet. Um, and I'm not just talking animals, I'm talking plants, trees, you know, all of these these beings have a form of consciousness, have a form of some kind of um you know spiritual vibration and we don't even know to what degree some of them have this but we do know that in our human body that we have the ability to experience a vast array of experiences of all sorts and we can move we're flexible we can move around we're able to have you know quite a very fairy diet particularly in our modern days so In this experience, just going into it, not only for um, how you feel in this moment as to how you are in this body, you know, whether your body is in pain, whether you're feeling good, um, just knowing that this body is your home while you're here in this life. Your body is your temple. It's your best friend while you're here in this life and there's also other beings you know even perhaps you know ancestors friends people who have who have died and passed over people who are stuck in other realms of existence other dimensions the only way that we can help them is in the human body once we're not in a human body the ability to be able to to work on um, helping these other beings ceases to to exist in that way you know we can look at our ancestors and see how they lived and how they experienced their life you know no electricity no cars no phones no social services and um, you know very few of our ancestors probably owned their own home or owned much more than a horse so you know this is um, something that um, you know really is, is worth delving into as to how fortunate you are to be born in this body at this time, despite whatever difficulties that you feel you're going through, etc. Um, you know, it's, it's still an amazing place to be, okay? How your body, body supports you throughout your life. And how, how do you treat your body? Do you care for your body or do you abuse your body? Knowing full well that this is the only body that you will have this time around. Um, It may be the only human body you may ever have. So, you know, uh, it's a way of looking at the with gratitude and respect for our bodies. Okay, you know, we, we can see all around us in our society. that, um, you know, old age facilities, hospitals are full of of diseases that people have that could have been prevented with caring for the body and the mind. So it, it sort of just shines a light on being a little bit more respectful for our precious human bodies. Okay. And as it goes on and on, more will reveal itself to you as you practice this contemplation. The next contemplation, number two, is contemplation on death and impermanence. So this is one that a lot of people would like to veer away from, but it's something that really needs to be looked at very, very seriously because the very fact of the matter is that from the moment we're born, it's absolutely definite that we're going to die at some point and this is the only thing that we know for sure in our life everything else is up to the fluidity of of what's happening but our death is is definitely imminent you know looking at your possessions what you own your family your friends your dreams goals aspirations will all one day not be here they'll be gone no one will even know perhaps that any of it even existed and how important, how much value you put on all of these experiences, these these possessions, etc. And you know, maybe a hundred years, maybe less, uh, it will be totally irrelevant to whoever's here at that time. It that means nothing, and it puts into perspective. This contemplation really puts into perspective uh, what's important and what. Uh, You know what to attach yourself to and what not to attach yourself to um, during this lifetime Uh, so you know as you contemplate this and get the feeling more of the impermanence knowing that situations feelings emotions scenarios um, you know dramas stories all come and go they all end at some point and putting however much energy that you want to put into those things uh, may come to sort of a little bit more enlighten you as to how much energy you want to put into those things and to look at life a little bit more clearer, okay? So our next contemplation, third contemplation, is karma. So there's a lot of talk about karma, but I don't believe that there's a lot of understanding about karma. People, you know, always saying, you know, oh, karma will get them, what goes around comes around, etc, etc. Now, this is all very good, uh, but it also works on you that way. So we need to also look at our own karmic actions. Whatever we do, every thought decision action we take has an effect it has an effect on us and it has an effect on other people and down a line of people a further effect so basically what you're doing is creating a ripple which ends up being a tidal wave at some point down the track now it can be a tidal wave of powerful wonderful energy that does amazing things for people it could be a tidal wave that destroys a lot of people's lives depending on one decision one thought one action so it's a contemplation that takes you very deeply into things that you may have done in your life decisions that you have made and how they've played out in your life for you so this is something that you can spend a lot of time on you know I'm sure that depending how old you are you've made a lot of decisions in your life and once you you come to that decision and then you can trace it and see who that affected how did that affect what was the play out of that and it just gives you an indication of the power of your actions and your thoughts. So karma is neither good nor bad. In reality, there is no good nor bad. There just is. There's non-dual awareness of all things. Good and bad is a perception that we read into things through conditioning and through, uh, you know, man-made behavioral patterns. It's a way of kind of separating um things so we can deal with it but in reality karma just is it's an energy a universal energy that is impossible to escape impossible not to get involved with but we can have karma which is uh to our benefit because we've made decisions which have been very beneficial and helpful to other people and so continued down the line Okay, that's a, it's a very, all of these contemplations, you know, discussions can go on with these for quite a long time, particularly as you get into the practice. So, you know, I encourage you also to journal on of, on these contemplations uh, so that you have a record of what has come up for you and how you feel about that and, you know, where you're going from there, where, what sort of a, um, you know, stepping off point is that for you looking at your life moving forward. Okay, number four, the last contemplation we're going to discuss is contemplate, contemplating samsara. And for those who don't know, samsara is a Sanskrit word, which means a cyclic existence of reincarnation and suffering. So it's like getting on one of those wheels that you see in a mouse that the mice run around and around on they're running around and around and they just don't really know where they're running to. They're just running crazy, going around and around. And that's kind of what we're doing with our lives in samsara. We're kind of uh, repeating the same patterns and going around and around and not getting anywhere because we haven't been able to break away from this cycle. So, Unfortunately, when we're in samsara, in this cyclic pattern, we actually can't see clearly. Some some of us can't see hardly anything at all, only our own, you know, people who are very self-cherishing, people that are very concerned always about me, oh, this happened to me and poor me and why did that happen to me? Okay, (laughs) that's called self-cherishing and it means that you don't see past your own stories okay and this creates also a lot of uh, problems for you in terms of you know personal suffering and and problems so our thoughts opinions and beliefs are seen through the lens of conditioning from our upbringing from relationships and from past experiences Okay, So all of those things actually bring um, a way of looking at things which clouds reality and truth. And we only see our life and the world through this clouded view. And it's through meditation, contemplation, which is what this is all about, that this lens that we're looking through that's clouded starts to clear. And we can see and experience life more in its truth without these stories and opinions and experiences that have allowed us to form these filters with how we see the world. You know, we're always jumping into a story. We might, we might. See somebody we know, and they might be behaving a little bit differently. We immediately read into a story as in our minds as to why they're behaving like that. Now, we're just made that up. It's not even necessarily true. It may be, you know, sometimes we're quite perceptive and we can do that, you know, but it's still based on uh, our assumptions. It's, it's not an absolute fact. And we really shouldn't even be concerned with, with their story. We shouldn't even be concerned. We should only be concerned with our own behaviour, our own uh, play out of things. So this is sort of how to look at these and, and when you're contemplating them, some some things to go into with this, okay? So anytime, um, please feel free to contact me at any time and discuss... Um, any, any queries or anything that comes up for you with these contemplations, um, ask questions. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to to chat about this because it's a vast uh, experience. It's a vast delve, dive deep into yourself, into your life uh, to really start to see how you perceive things. Okay. And over time and practising these contemplations You will be surprised at how clear and light and how much love, compassion and understanding that you start to develop, how you start to detach yourself from others' stories and their playouts that, you, don, you no longer kind of buy into that, you, you're you quite detached from that. You can see it, you can understand it, and you can empathise, but you don't get involved in that story. You don't wear it as if it's your coat, your your being, okay? So hope this um, sheds some light on some things. Have, um, they're all quite heavy, so I'd like you to sort of Um, Have fun with these in terms of, you know, really allow yourself to see this as wonderful opportunities to really go into some self-exploration, self-liberation with these contemplations. Okay, Um, much love to you all and have a beautiful day. Namaste.